and welcome to another episode of, um, what is this, Canada's favorite mm-hmm. podcast? Everyone's been telling us from Canada. Uh, science communicators. <laughs> we, oh, we love it. We love it. Uh, I'm one of the hosts, Miss Kim. Science is my middle name and my last and my first. Science, science, science. Kim Seltzer. And yeah, over here in this corner, weighing 90 pounds, is Aaliyah. Um, science is her first name legally because she married Mr. Science, Camelova. So it feels really good to be back here today. Um, it feels right. I'm energized. I think this is going to be our best episode ever. I am so freaking pumped because you guys, listeners, we actually have a really genius guest Finally. on. It's the one smart person that's ever agreed to come on the podcast. We And we've asked them all. Anytime we meet anyone smart, we go, what are you doing Saturday night? And then mm-hmm. we first we try to go on a date with them, like mm-hmm. nut them out for you guys. That's yeah. for your benefit. They always say no. <laughs> yeah. And then we try to get them on the podcast. And then they say no again. But today, the smartest man alive mm-hmm. agreed to be on the podcast after he turned us both down for dates. Yes. Uh, ladies and journal verb. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm nervous. I know. I, yeah. It's like, smart. I know. Calm down. So I, I, I can, bring, I'll keep bringing them in. I yeah, can bring I'm blowing in. it. I'm yeah, blowing you're, it. you're you blowing it. it. We're going to have to mark edit that out. Um, so please give a warm welcome to our genius guest, Dr. Tom, expert of our American band treasure Slipknot, MD, PhD, right? It's so good to have you, Dr. Tom. Welcome, Dr. Tom. Uh, it's so good to be here. Big fan of uh, both the pod and of science. So it's uh, it's just, yeah, it's a thrill. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's so good to oh. have you. And I yeah. know, I know our audience is probably really overlapping with some of your audience. And, I, and by audience, I mean just people who follow your work. Um, I think that's a very close overlap if I'm not mistaken. I'd say so. I'd say most people that enjoy science uh, also enjoy the American nine-piece heavy metal band Slipknot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's why, honestly, I thought that I would have been asked on as a guest months ago. Um, I know that you, hmm. you're both busy, uh, but... No, that's it, not it. Oh, it's, that, it's not busy. Sorry, I just... We're not busy. I just, like, I want that on the record. Like, Ali and I, not busy. Mm-hmm. You have nothing going on. Okay. No. Yeah. Um, well, they I won't guess, let us. Our podcast network—they won't let us do anything else. We're tied into this. Uh, that's right. You know, I, I did hear that you're on some pretty specific dietary restrictions. Yes. Yeah. yeah, but it's kind of an investment. So it's it's, like, it's a conservatorship. It's, yeah, that's but fine. it's so yeah. it's cool. Right. Yeah, it's a Britney Spears style thing, but it's a, it's all food related. It will, Unfortunately, and, most of it. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. correct. It, right. it does control our time too. Which, I, yeah, I guess if we had our own control of it, we would probably choose to spend that time eating. So I guess, yeah, it sure. is all food related. Sure. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Dr. Great. Tom, I just want to start off by asking you, how did you, because we all, we all remember the moment where we all got into Slipknot and that became sure. our personalities. Right. What was that moment for you like? Yeah. Um, you know, I grew up listening to a lot of music and a lot of bands, um, that had, you know, two, three, four band members. Hmm. Simon and Garfunkel, two band members. Uh, the Beatles, four band members. Here comes this band out of Des Moines, Iowa, Slipknot. Not four, 
not five, not six, not seven, not eight, nine band mm-hmm. members. Mm-hmm. You could fit two Beatles bands plus one other member, and that would make up the total members of the band Slipknot. That's and, so interesting. I mean, yeah. it makes you think like, because when I hear Slipknot music, I go, I feel like this is it. Finally, I'm satiated. Mm-hmm. The, the, amount, totally. the layers of music that's going on, I feel full. I listen totally. to the Beatles, I go, eh. What, what else is on the menu? You're go, waiting. Eh. I'm you waiting. Beatles, I'm waiting. Yeah, you're waiting for it to fill out, for it to do something. Just I'm to do something musically interesting, right? I'm so yeah. happy you said that because the Beatles, in my opinion, just like you said, lacking. Just kind of mm-hmm. like a boring band. And I've thought that for my entire life. And then here comes Slipknot. It's refreshing, really. It's powerful stuff. And I think that um, if there was room for another member i i've always said this but i feel like and you tell me if i'm wrong but it feels like kim and i could kind of work our way into the folds of that right we could be number 10 I, right you, you could be number 10 and 11 i think i i mean i i i don't see that kind of potential and again this is like this is my area of expertise mm-hmm. I, I studied uh 13 14 years to get my PhD MD in, mm-hmm. in the American heavy metal band Slipknot. There are maybe a number of people I can count on one end that I think have the potential to become members 10 and 11. And, and you, you only are, have four fingers, so that's only four people. People. I have people four fingers on, on my right hand, which means that I can only think of four people. Right. And you two are two of the four, and I'm not kidding. I knew wow. it. Wow. And I got to yeah. know, who are the other two? Who's our competition? The other two are uh, are um, my roommate. His name is uh, Ricky Marks, mm-hmm. and uh, he's very into psychedelics. He uh, eats mostly uh, mushrooms. Oh, cool. But he wears masks a lot around the house, which, as you know, as a fan Ooh. of Slipknot, that's uh, a leg up wear- on us, Kim. That's that's as I'm saying. Uh, yeah, shoot. You're not wearing masks now, which I think is oh, it's a little strange, frankly, because wait, okay, let's brainstorm what our masks should be. Sure. Because yeah. that way we're already up above Ricky. Right. We can get him out of the running, right? Exactly. Well, and so many people ask us to like hide our faces away anyway already. that I feel like it's like it's just kind of a per- going to be a perfect fit no matter what it is. But let's just totally. think about like what is the ideal. Yeah. yeah. So allow me, before we dig into this, your mask should be a reflection of your internal energy. And the way that you, your fears, your anxieties, things that you maybe don't want to outwardly project to the world, now you have the opportunity to wear on your face like a mask. So okay. maybe let, let's let's think about that. Okay, this is so good that we're doing this on a public platform. Just things that totally. we're we don't want anyone to know about totally. us. Exactly. Okay, so right off the bat, I'm thinking. I have a mask. It's airtight. It's so hard to breathe in it because I don't want anyone to even like it might affect my performance, but whatever. Sure. I'll just do percussion. I'll just do percussion. Um, I what I have is like a fucked up barn owl. That's my yeah. mask. Fucked yeah, up barn I see owl that for you. Yeah. Mixed with like. Is that because of your an, weird neck? Yes, Sorry, is that's that totally, just a weird yeah, neck. Yeah, the insecurity about your weird neck. Yeah, my neck turns anyway. around 360. And I know that's, Interesting. A, that's not true that owls can do that, but mine, that's true. Yeah, that's a really clever play on um, your insecurity. 
And then mixed with an older white woman, probably. Great. Yeah, I could see that. Great. For me, I think going off my fears, childhood trauma, I'm going to have to say it's like a really like scary... It's like it is a llama, but it Mm -hmm. looks really human. Mm -hmm. And it's like, this was like... Sorry, I'm just saying, like this, this guy was like part of my family sort of growing up. And so it was like... Every experience I had with him was really bad. The llama? Or the guy that looked like the, a llama? Well, it was a llama, but it just looked distinctly like a human man. Interesting. And so this llama that was part of my family, it was like, my dad brought him home one time and said he got us a dog, but it was like we all knew it wasn't a dog because mm-hmm. it was so fucked up looking. Right. Um, but it was like, he was always like, you know, like spitting on me, this llama. And it was like, he would out, he would always like try to climb on my back and like ride me and would like you literally it it was it wasn't english it was kind of barking mm-hmm. or something but it did sound like he was saying like you're the llama you're the llama mm-hmm. interesting in english? and i guess that's in, in yeah in, in english yeah. in english <laughs> and so i guess that was like reliving that would be a really big fear of mine so maybe i could wear that to, on to my be face. in control of that being exactly would be powerful yeah and then to maybe you could have like the eyelids like there's just like a an earring that's like clasping it sh- shut or something yeah just to give yeah. that edge right that yeah. metal edge that we need um and i allow me to say i'd be absolutely willing to to do some mock-ups i have a 3d printer i could print these masks at my house and have them back to you in a couple days Jeez. and uh you know we could start playing some of these songs down and jumping around and you know hitting things Oh, That'd yeah. That'd be so fun. Yeah. Oh, That'd be yeah. so fun. Because that is the core of kind of what Slipknot does is just hit stuff. They hit mm-hmm. stuff and they and they scream. And uh, uh, Aaliyah, like you said, even though it's very tight and you may not be able to breathe very well or make much noise, if you're playing percussion, I can get you, you know, a small hammer or mm-hmm. even a large bat and you can basically hit whatever you want and you'll be doing your job. Yeah. Oh my That's god, don't really give her powerful. that permission. Don't give her that permission. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, we're screwed. I'll, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, humanity's screwed if Aaliyah gets like a, a hammer. A small yeah, hammer. Not, small okay, hammer. not good. Uh, Kim, what, as the, the llama with the eyelids sewn shut by small earrings, what do, yeah. you, think the, what do you think you would play in, in Slipknot as the 11th member? Well, I was thinking if we could add another singer that could help round out the sound mm-hmm. of our band Slipknot. And so I was thinking doing something that's sort of like um, screaming. Yeah. And and maybe it comes from a really genuine place because maybe I am feeling a lot of fear on this stage with these other members. <laughs> and, um, and of course, Aaliyah having the hammer is going like, to terrify me. So I don't totally. know, screaming, is, is that... Does that sound right? Does do you think as an expert, do you think Slipknot needs another screamer? Yeah, they actually already have uh, a total of four screamers, so you'd be the fifth. Right. And ninety-eight percent of what they do again is screaming and smashing things. So you'd fit you'd fit in like a glove. So, so we got screaming and smashing over here, right? We yeah. come at the bo- box set ready to go. Box set combo. And so Dr. Dr. Tom. Totally double. Go ahead, Kim. Where do you fit in? So I just want to know where do you fit in on this. That's I, exactly yeah. What, yeah. I was going to say, why? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. What do you do? Uh, it's interesting. Um, as in, where would I fit in as as a member, the twelfth member? I guess it's a two part. I guess yeah. What would be your mask persona, and how, in theory, would you fit into this band? But this is just theoretical because obviously Kim and I don't want that competition. And then, second question: How do you? What? <laughs> that was all one question. Yeah, that was Sorry, one. That question. was all the first question. And then the second question of how do you fit in is what is your what does your research bring to society and like why do we need that sure sure uh great questions thanks thanks for asking we'll start with the mask um again if we're talking about outward projections of our deepest fears mm-hmm. anxiety regrets uh, um what i find scarier than you know, a textbook snake is a snake with a human jawline or human mm. teeth. Mm. So what I'm oh. thinking is something that Bingo. resembles like a king cobra viper and then just like a beautiful toothy smile, mm-hmm. white, you know. Veneers. Which veneers which celebrity, smile. which celebrity's smile does the snake have? My instinct says Gary Busey. I don't know why yeah. that's my yeah. first thought. Yeah, because it's so pretty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he's got, I think he has good teeth. Last time I saw Gary Busey online, I was like, damn, what chompers. Oh, yeah, gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous chompers. So let's imagine top 60% of, of the face is spitting image of a King Cobra. Bottom 40 is just like Gary Busey, early 2000s, late 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, that's uh, probably what I would imagine my mask to be, at least for one album because they do change masks every album so we need to reimagine every three or four years we'll stick with masks for two to three years at a time because we have one mask per album and we usually Mm -hmm. tour for two to three years and i need to make this perfectly clear we're not allowed to wash the masks so whatever you eat whatever you smell whatever you drink it's gonna get stuck in there and it's gonna smell you know like whatever you consume so it's like our socks in that way yeah, masks, yeah, they're kind of like socks for your face. You don't wash yeah. them, yeah. You don't wash them. You don't wash your socks, we don't wash the masks. Got it. Right. Right. Okay, so Kim, that's just a note for us that we need to think of a few alternate masks to have them ready to go. Because I doubt Ricky <laughs> has it. Uh, no. so we could Ricky's had the same the mask since 2004. And it's what is like, his mask? His mask is kind of like... It kind of looks like again another animal. It's like a mm-hmm. Labrador, uh, like kind of like a Labrador retriever, right. but all the fur is like a like a stained kind of purple. And he has those, you know, you go to summer camp and you make those beaded bracelets that mm-hmm. have like letters that spell. You know, he's got a bunch of those beads tied in. They all spell Ricky, and it, it's just like between you and me, I think it's, it's not kinda, bad, but it's not bad, but not good it's no yeah. owl that can turn yeah. his head on 360 barn degrees yeah. no, yeah. no barn owl that's for sure it's no, no barn owl. Mama man yeah, yeah. that's for I, sure you know what else i could do i could do like um a sort of fucked up yogi bear mm. like it's half yogi bear and the other half is his his assistant boo-boo bear yeah or something like that yeah, yeah. and it's stitched the stitches are Oh. Ugly. Yeah, gross stitches. Yeah. I don't know. It sounds cute though. Still, I feel well, like I, I kinda, like... well, that's good. I kind of want it to still be cute. Okay, yeah. then yeah, yeah, that's good. Then that's you know, the perfect I do, option. I could do like, um, like a trampoline that doesn't have any like guardrail, like netting around it. Oh, yeah. that's so scary because you could just fly off. That's super scary. Super yeah. scary. Yeah. Wow. 
Wow, now I'm like, like a... fantasizing about all the masks I could do. Like it's yeah. endless. Different masks. I, I've thought about like an empty, like an em- empty milk carton because like when you go, you know, you get up to make breakfast and you just slept for eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 hours, you know, yeah. however long you yeah. You wake 15. up, all you want to do is drink a big old 16 to 20 ounce glass of milk, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. open the fridge, you go for your milk and then oh, there's no it's milk. Not it's not there. It's, oh. it's, it's, ter- it's terrifying. And we've all been there. So why not make the mask just one big empty carton oh of milk that's really yeah. good yeah. no eye holes no mouth hole no anything it's just the milk carton and then the audience is chanting got milk huh got milk got, got right milk. yeah got right. Milk. And you, you can use that as a percussion too exactly yeah you play your you mic that the head you mic the mask and then dun, mm-hmm. dun, 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 you're just smacking your own head oh, yeah. yeah yeah take a solo you know it you know one could be could be like a saturday night live monologue where they're just they're just talking about me as a mask, though, because that would be so scary. Wait, no, yeah. explain how that would work. Yeah, let's, would, let's unpack so, that. So, you know, SNL, uh, SNL's hilarious show. Obviously, we all love it. We respect it. But the monologues they do, sometimes they just, like, lampoon you. And if it yeah. was all about me. Oh, gotcha. And that would be so scary because it would but be. But it's you. Sorry. Be but the nation I'm just trying to figure it out. I just, sorry, Kim. I'm just trying to figure out. But it's you hosting SNL, giving the monologue, making a self-deprecating monologue based on something in the press recently or mm-hmm. someone else like Idris Elba no exactly it. it's me doing it it's about me but they wrote I mean they wrote it the writers right. wrote it you know I'm right. not a writer so it's not me so that's and, so they're I mean, making you you it, being forced to make a self-deprecating monologue at SNL is your mask I'm their little puppet and yeah I have to sort of destroy myself in front of national on national TV in front of a live sure. audience and that's my mask yeah and that's your mask right 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 and you wear that mm-hmm. on your yeah. face yeah right yeah so all good ideas we've got floating around well okay. in that sorry last one last one I'll slip in on yeah. that same note me it's I'm on Ellen it's my yep. first talk show I'm excited um, I'm dancing off. I kill that. I, or dancing on. I kill that. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, you know, go, I do the worm. People are mm-hmm. loving it. But then she does, she scares me. Oh yeah. And she I punch you. that. I punch that staff member because I, you know, sorry, you staff member is in you punch Ellen or you, you punch someone else. The one, the person that's in the costume that's jumping out to prank and scare me I during see. my talk show, but I right. keep wailing on them. Right. I keep wailing on them up. because I don't let up, even though at that point everyone knows this is Ellen does this. She spooks guests that come on. But I keep going. And there's something that, like, I, and even myself, I'm looking at myself going, stop this. Yeah. Stop. Right. But I but keep wailing on this you can't intern stop or whoever. Yeah. yeah. And totally. that's your mask. That's my mask. And that's your mask. For two you, to three you years. Beating anyway. up. Yeah. yeah. Ellen's intern. Yeah. That's terrifying. That's that's exactly the right direction. So, so Dr. Tom, my next question is for our listeners who maybe, God forbid, have never listened to Slipknot. What are kind of some tips you have for consuming their music or the culture that is Slipknot? Great. Anything that you have to know going in? Yeah, I'd recommend for your first listening experience, if you can find the large chair, uh, leather chair preferred, um, if you can do some amount of high intensity interval training for, you know, 20 to 30 minutes, you should be nice and sweaty when you sit down, 
uh, to listen to them for the first time. So again, first two elements that I'd recommend, get sweaty, sit on a leather surface of some sort. Large surface. Large leather surface if you and have access to it. And this is what you're wearing, tank top shorts? Or what's the right yeah, outfit? Yeah, yeah, you could be tank top shorts. You could be shorts, nothing else. You could be, you know, you got some socks. Tank top, nothing need. else? Maybe tank, tank top, top, nothing, nothing else? else? Sure, yeah, nothing on bottom, something on top. That's fine, too. Mm-hmm. Whatever makes you cool. feel most free. Cool. Uh, <laughs> most important thing I'd say, lights off. You got to be pitch, pitch darkness, all right? No one can Saw see. Saw that you. one coming. Yep, could have seen that from a mile away. That's predictable, but... You know, some of the best things are. Um, so you need lights off, very sweaty, leather sofa, leather couch, whatever you got. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at that point, if you can surround yourself with uh, carb-heavy snacks, if you mm-hmm. have access, I'm talking raw pasta, no sauce, cooked through, just start munching. Press mm-hmm. play and, and see where see where the music takes you. On a Spotify or something like that. Yeah, on a Spotify and Apple Music or whatever whatever you stream on. Mm-hmm. Um, just phone opinion, speaker? We're just using a phone speaker? Yeah, phone speaker's cool too. You're not right. going to get the, the full, you know, depth of, of the, the four nine streamers. The nine layers of, right. There's a DJ, there's three drummers, four screamers, um, you know. Uh, so if you can if you can manage all of those elements, that's fine. If not, just on your in your car on the way to work, also works. You can do it that way. Awesome. Well, I feel like that's a great way entry point for every single person. And so, in many ways, people don't have an excuse, right, to not listen. Right. That's an accessible number of steps, and I don't think it's that heavy of an ask to really mm-hmm. experience the band the way you should. And it would and be you know so. What? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go. No, go ahead. We'll go at the same time. We'll go at the same time. I feel like I was saying. I I was just saying that. Like I think that it would just be so great for your field. Interesting because I think I think that too. It'd be so great for your field. Yeah, if Dr. Tom, your field, would be so great for. It'd be great for the field. And my follow-up question to that is. A lot of people, I can already hear the backlash for this podcast episode, okay? I, that's something I kind of, that's, I was born with that. I could, as a baby, I could even tell when I would get backlash for a podcast episode. Yeah. I know a lot of people are going to go, once again, how does this relate to science whatsoever, sure. right? Yeah. Right? Blah, blah, yeah. blah. Um, so, I guess if you could break that down, because Kim and I are well aware of, like, well, first off, there's the acoustics of it all, right? The the dynamics of the Dynamo-lomics, acoustics of right. that is, like, huge. It's huge, you know? Yeah. It's probably originated from the from that. But I'd like to hear your perspective of why, what's the psychological feeling that I'm addicted to Slipknot? It's the totally. brain science. We're asking about the brain right, science the brain. Of, our, of our uh, unwieldy addiction to the uh, American heavy metal band Slipknot. Sure thing. Uh, again, I would say that the d- dynamics have a lot to do with it because mm-hmm. you, it's exponential with every band member that you add. And at nine, that's an off-the-chart level in terms of dynamics. But it, I think it really comes down to, in your brain, you listen to a band, again, just for the sake of vanilla bland uh, mm-hmm. music. Let's talk about the Beatles for a second. Right. Four members, they write songs that don't really go anywhere. You know what I mean? Like you can listen to Let It Be and it's like, what does that turn into? Hey point? Jude, yeah. we get it. Yeah, you're saying hello to Jude. You know what I mean? You listen to songs by Slipknot. They have a song off their second album, Iowa, called People Equal Shit. 
Now that's okay. a song that to me invokes some sort of emotional or mental response. So it's kind of just like an auditory assault. The whole point is that when you put on some headphones or when you're in a dark room covered in sweat eating pasta, you want to be assaulted by the audio. And I think Slipknot manages to do that because they have a DJ. They have three drummers. They have a guy that wears gigantic metal spikes and a, and a zipper on his head. You know? In many ways, it's just everything you didn't know you needed. That's, I couldn't have said it better. It's, it's, they're forcing you to, to ingest things that you didn't know you needed. And that, to me, is the power of music. It's sort of the world's best supplement. It's the world's best supplement. Yeah. Wow. I've yeah. never felt, you know, I've never felt more alive than I, than I have the first time that I heard this band play. And the, Dr. The way they Tom, scream. can I, you, you brought up the song People Equals Shit, which is probably one of the most popular songs. Um, right. Just in existence. And right. I have the lyrics pulled up here. And yeah. I was wondering if you could break down to us, the listeners, what, what this means, right? You know, like... Yeah. Besides what you hear, but like the actual meaning of these. Sure. So um, this lyric, this line goes, everybody hates me now, so fuck it. Blood's on my face and my hands. So that couplet, how, Right. what does that mean? Right. Everybody so, hates me now, so fuck it. Blood's on my face and my hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have no clue. Yeah, so uh, I mean, it's kind of hard at first listen to to uh, unpack what he's saying there, but he's really just talking about uh, falling off of a bike for the first time. You know, all of us oh. have fallen off bikes. We end up scraping our face on the sidewalk, and then you get up and you're touching your face, and you said, "Oh my God, there's blood on my face and my hands." And I think the next lyric is, "I I don't know why mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to cry." Am I correct? Yes. Right. So you get up your days. You just you were riding down your neighbor's driveway and you you accidentally hit a rock and you fly over your handlebars, scrape your face across the pavement. You get up and your days. You can't understand what's going on, but there is blood on your face and your hands, and you don't know why. Mm-hmm. And, and everyone's you, asking you what what's, what's oh my god on? what's why that? and that why? probably brings to the next lyric. But that's none of your business. Exactly. Exactly. Oh. And when I'm so happy we're talking about this because it really does take some unpacking to figure out, but it kind of writes itself. And this is the lyrical beauty of Slipknot. The stories tell themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's mainly just about falling off your bike and, and not so knowing. So it's a guy clearly trying to get his time at the skate park because he brought a bike. He to brought the a bike to park. the skate park. That's why everyone so, hates him. Right. And so he says, everyone hates me now, so fuck it. He got he just rolls right into the skate uh skate the park or whatever that yeah bowl. yeah the bowl. yeah he goes into the bowl every and crashes immediately because no one wanted him to blood's on his face he's pedaling away and they're like are you okay and then he goes that's none of your business yeah okay? exactly and when he's about to drop into the bowl everyone on the skateboard is giving him the finger the whole yeah. skate park uh, and he says so fuck mean. it and he jumps in yeah and then he beefs and he's covered mm-hmm. in blood and he's embarrassed and he's embarrassed. biking back home right and then that's the next line is, whose life is it? Get it, see it, feel it, eat it? Yep. Those are all questions. And what are the answers to those questions? The first one being, whose life is it? Right. It's this guy's, right? This guy's life. The bikers. Exactly. That guy's life. 
And it well, and the listener, it's it's your life when you listen to it too. And then mm-hmm. the rest of the line dials back to if you remember me talking about ideal listening conditions, mm-hmm. it talks about acquiring the pasta. Get it? Get it? See it. Get it. Seeing the pasta. You need to feel, feel it, it because the lights are off and you can't do anything other yeah. than use your sense of touch. You're feeling the pasta. And, and then, you want to make sure you probably want to make sure it's not too al dente. It mm-hmm. can't be too al dente because then you got to start the whole thing over. It doesn't okay. work. Mm-hmm. Last step, eat it. You eat the pasta. And then you'll see the next line, the next mm-hmm. lyric, spin it around so I can spit in its face. Which We're is talking about the that, pasta now? No, well, you're talking the about... Chair? You, well, you, if you have a rotating chair, you can also spin in the chair. But the next step after you eat the pasta, you need to get up and you just need to spin. Yeah, if you're, you've seen it at baseball games. People play the game Dizzy Bat. You put your forehead on uh-huh. the bat and you just yes. spin and spin and spin. Hilarious. I do that at Italian restaurants. That's awesome. Then, Aliyah, you're literally the perfect uh, oh, demographic really? for a Slipknot <laughs> listener. Yeah. Oh, oh that's a really enjoy- good overshare, actually. Normally, yeah. her overshares are like, like stop like, talking. It's horrible. It's horrible. But that yeah, was okay. like, that was a good overshare. That was perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. If you eat pasta and you like Dizzy Bat, you should listen to Slipknot. Wow. Okay. And again, that's like basically everyone. It's like, I know. it's just so accessible. That I guess that's what I as like I'm obviously I'm not a an expert on Slipknot like you are, Doctor Tom, but it's just how accessible it is to everyone like that's what makes me scientifically a fan totally mm-hmm. of what you do mm-hmm. in, thank you in describing it it's, thanks it, it's so important for someone to be able to break down slipknot and just describing slipknot it's like there aren't a lot of people out there that can do it yeah because Ali and i have had tried to have conversations about slipknot and they don't go anywhere yes they end up both of us sure. crying yes. we're you know on the yeah. floor we're both have bruises everywhere we're right. grounded. You're grounded. We're grounded. Start hitting each other. It's, it gets. It can get messy. I've seen mm-hmm. it happen, which is kind of why I started. You know, I got into. I got my degree in the first place. I wanted to make sure that people stop beating each other up when they're just trying to discuss the music. You know. Where Where it's is so that noble. degree from? Oh, I went to. It's a small uh, liberal art liberal arts college in New England, mm-hmm. called uh, called Wester Westerly. Westerly yeah. Bobcats. Westerly Bobcats, you know. No, okay. I, oh. I just, yeah, I made that up. Okay, no, you were right. The, the oh. Westerly Bobcats. Great wow. overshare. We have a hockey team and that's it. Go Great Bobcats. overshare alert from Aaliyah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, Aaliyah, I feel like you shouldn't have shared that you made it up because it seemed, you seemed smarter like when you, oh, just you're right. you knew it. So it's yeah. bad overshare again. Yeah. But, Falling back into her old ways, <laughs> Leah is. <laughs> yes, wow. truly. Well, so wow. obviously, you know, this has been a great introduction, but the main podcast is going to be in answering this listener question that we have um, for great. the bulk mm-hmm. of the episode. So I'm uh, just going to go ahead and read it, and then we'll all dissect it and give it a, give it an answer. Great. Yeah. Dear science communicators, can you please explain the science of cooking a turkey? It's almost Thanksgiving, and I love to gobble up turkey slathered with my family recipe for mayonnaise apple cranberry custard. Mmm, mayo custard. Anyone else drooling? I am, but it's because I'm asleep. Anyway, thanks for all you do for turtles. Or maybe that wasn't you. I can't remember. Love, Mrs. Crayola Moth Butter. Wow. Let's see. Thank you so much. Uh, It's so awesome that we have Dr. Tom to talk about this. Yeah. Usually the questions from our listeners don't align with the expert of the 
guess well, we have. So much this has time, to fall into place for that to work. Right. The stars this aligned. Time, yeah, stars aligned. Dr. This is Tom. very this is serendipitous. This is this is very this is neat. First of all, Mrs. was it Crayola Mothbutter? Mrs. Am Crayola that Mothbutter, right? that's right. And we do have less than a minute left, so let's do this as in depth as we can go, but at the same time not. Great. Go ahead, so, Dr. Tom. Let's say it this way. If you're cooking a turkey in the kitchen, the reason that you can use Slipknot to help you understand why and how, uh, get as many people as you can involved. You need eight to nine people at any mm-hmm. given time doing as much as they can to cook the turkey to get it to where it needs to be. I want hands in, inside of the turkey, multiple hands, four, five, six, seven, eight mm-hmm. hands, stuffing it with the with the mayo and whatever And the else hands should be seasoned, right? The hands, the hands should be seasoned. Pre-seasoned hands people all over the People forget that. Right. Pre-season your hands. Thanks so much for listening to Science Communicators, a Consider This Media production. For more, go to sci- go to um, considerthismedia.com. If you like what you heard, or if you didn't, write a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you can write a review. And if you have a science question that you'd like us to answer, email us at info at considerthismedia.com and include science communicators somewhere in the subject line. We read every email so that you don't have to. And thanks to Ethan Edinburgh for making our theme song. Good night.